This is a Quizball Cast, Episode 6C, the 2007 Boston College College Bowl Jam Tournament. Round 3 between the ICT Trash Contingent and Spoiler Alert. Yes. Alright, this is question 1. The switch from first person to third person omniscient and then back to first person narration can confuse the listener as to what is, as to what is happening. At least in a serialized manner, this song's changes in narration leave the reader wondering what characters are interacting in each section as the voice of Sylvester all of a sudden becomes a narrator, complete with cheating spouses. Trapped in the closet? Yes. Yeah, I was uh, thinking that happened first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright, alright, I, I actually did write this song, so. For 10 points each, name the Black Sabbath album given songs. I'm intrigued. Uh, War Pigs, Electric Funeral. That would be parent. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm designating Dan for all of uh, The Wizard and NIB. Ooh. Um, Heaven and Hell? Uh, self-titled. Oh, damn. And uh, Sabbath Dabra and the National Acrobat. That, I think, is Heaven and Hell. Sabbath plus Sabbath. So you got oh, Sabbath. damn it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am disappointed. I, I only knew Cliff, the most famous Sabbath album by its album yeah. tracks. All right. This one, I apologize, it sounds kind of weird. Uh, question two. Generally located in Monmouth County, New Jersey, it has been the setting of many films of, the, of a certain filmmaker. Its running motifs include hockey, Star Wars, Jaws, and sex in unusual places. The current characters include the Hicks family, Rick Darris, Walt Flanagan, and Jan Sound Bob. That's me. View Skewverse? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, View yeah. Skewverse. Oh, it's, it's Kevin Smith's. Yeah. I'm like, I know that's hey. Kevin Smith. Yeah. I've been looking for this. Like, what's the city called? I can't remember. Leonardo. Leonardo. Okay. All right. For uh, answer these questions about the great and not so great football coaches of the big screen. Let's take a number of points. Oh, big screen. screen. Hmm. Who said that at the same time? So, uh, five points each. They play Herman Boone and Bill Yost, the two head football coaches that must come together to guide the Titans in this So Denzel Washington and what's the other guy? The what guy? The, um, <laughs> All right, uh, I'll, I'll give you five. Is it David Morse? Uh, Will Patton. No, not David Morse. David Morse is on house. Because I hate David Morse. All right, they play the opposing forces, Coach Klein and Coach Red. Bolu in the 1998 movie Waterboy. Okay, so one's Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler, and, and the other one. The other one. I know what he looks. I can draw a picture if I could draw. No. Henry Winkler. I five for Henry Winkler and Jerry Reed was the other one. Okay. And the little giants. And uh, he plays Notre Dame's Coach Warren in the 1993 classic Rudy. Wait, fuck Rudy. 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 John Beasley. Okay. I've seen Hackman the show when they started talking about Giuliani. Who will rise for the Republicans? Rudy. 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 Question three. Clear. This woman received a BA in Middle Eastern Studies from Harvard and a Master's in Criminal Investigative Psychology from John Jay College of Criminal Justice. She was a policy analyst for the UN Security Council before joining the aid, before joining the Los Angeles Counterterrorist Unit Office. She was revealed to be a dirty aid. Oh shit, um, Nina. 
Are you kidding? Um, no. Nina Myers. Yeah. Really? Wow. No. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch 24. That's, that's, that's a damn shame. It's got to be 24. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, and I wrote this one too. All right, we all know Dave Mustaine is a great guitarist, but he's a prick. So for 10 points each, name these men slash artists that Mustaine has had feuds with. Oh lord. What? Who? <laughs> okay. Just, just listen. Yeah. After this band's lead singer, Phil Anselmo, said fuck Dave over the PA during the show, Miss Dane said that they ripped off some of his music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who? What? Um, metal. Modest Oh yeah, that helps. It's not metal. I don't know. We don't Iron know. Maiden. Pantera. Pantera, yeah. yeah. Uh, has had a war of words with this Joe Satriani trained Metallica yeah. guitarist who Dave claims stole all of his solos for the album Kill 'Em All. Uh, who's in Metallica? We got like Lars, he's a drummer. Yeah, sure. uh, no, he's a drummer, I think. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know. So that's all I know. Well, he's the only person we can yeah. name. Go ahead. Lars, Lars over. Uh, Kurt Hammett. Uh, him. And uh, Mustaine and this former host of MTV's Headbangers Ball seem to have resolved their differences. This man was seen wearing a Dave Mustaine for President t-shirt on VH1's Least Metal. Oh, this isn't yeah. like... I think this is Sebastian Bach. Okay. Sebastian Bach. Uh, Ricky Rackman. Ricky Rackman. Yeah. Dave Mustaine is the lead and the guitarist of Megadeth. Yeah. And he, he was in Metallica before they kicked him out. Right. Yeah. Before they released really Pretty much. Yeah. Clear, please. God damn it. I wouldn't have All right. Good. Question four. This man made an appearance on The Brack Show as a nine-mouth rapper named Prime Cut Miggity Moe Mac Daddy Jizabang Doggy Dog. Yeah. Uh, who was in a rap competition. Born in Atlanta, Georgia as Thomas Cowboy. MC Chris. Next five. Yeah. That's where that everybody thought that was too. going. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, born in Atlanta, Georgia, Thomas Calloway. He has collaborated with artists, artists ranging from Carlos Santana to Outkast and the Black Peas. Along with Big Gift, Timo, and Cujo, he was a founding member of the influential Southern rock group Goody Mob. His skills go beyond rap as he has shown his ability to sing gospel and folk gospel in his latest project, a collaboration with the famed DJ Danger Mouse. Name oh, for 10 points this lead singer of the vastly popular Gnarls Bar. Okay. Oh, I'm buzzing. Oh, sorry. CeeLo? Yes. Good job. Oh, I think we're on fire. Empire? <laughs> MC Chris Paul? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, <coughs> Alright, well, we can punt if we need to. What? And the stated number of points in the 24 villain. Okay. The man behind the killings of David Palmer, Tony Almeida, and Michelle Dessler. Oh, uh, this is, um, like Jack's father, Bauer, like, um. More basic. Uh, uh. Oh, for five points, so. Uh, Saeed. Uh, oh, okay. That was, that was basic. Sorry if I was not uh, This former MI6 and SAS member participated in Operation Nightfall with Jack Bauer before attacking LA with deadly Cordelia virus in season three. Oh, gee, uh, that's. Oh, God, who was that? That was like the. Oh, man. Uh, it's not like the. Like the Drezo. I don't know, Drezo. Uh, Stephen Saunders. Okay. And you're not ready. <laughs> uh, revealed to be the man behind the attempted nuclear attack on LA at the end of season two, this man was played by the same man who played Jigsaw on the song. Wow, so it's like the four guys who didn't get caught. Um, didn't carry 
Maybe he does, yeah. No, no, don't worry about it. I don't know. Peter Kingsley. Oh, him. Oh, yeah. So, zero moments. No kidding. Screw real Question five. This album concludes with a cover of a Robert Johnson song and was written and recorded in the same mansion where supposedly the Beatles first experienced LSD. Produced by, produced by Rick Rubin, three of the band members lived in the mansion during production, but the drummer would not because he thought the mansion was haunted. Noted for its stripped-down funky grooves, this album. Funk, sugar, sex, magic. Oh, I was a gold tent there. Question is the on fire? Yeah. 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 Nice job. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Casey. I'm like, what is it called? Is that what it's yeah, actually called? Yeah, I was thinking called? that. So Might as well get it. It goes dead. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the music. Here we go. Okay, clear, please. Yep, yep. <laughs> Question six. And I was awake. Born in Roanoke, Virginia in 1975 with the name Atim Kiambu, he eventually adopted his now famous nickname. Originally drafted as a change of pace third down back, the injury of Rodney Hampton thrust him into the starring role. This graduate of the University of Virginia became the lightning in the famed Thunder Lightning combination. Barber? Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We're on the fight. All right. Here, here, here we go into the ones that I've done right. So I'm sorry. The X-Men are hardly news these days. With three movies and two animated series of the franchise's name, everybody knows about Wolverine, Storm, and Rogue. The stated number of points in these less famous X-Men did not appear in any movies. <laughs> oh, did not appear. Okay. We can do this. All right, five. This Cajun gambler, not a gambler, was Rogue's love interest. His power was to imbue items with explosive kinetic energy. A power Gambit. Yeah. Gambit? Or yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Pretend uh, this mutant was separated from his older brother Cyclops when their parents were killed in an accident. Is the ability yeah, to carry a plasma blast. Yeah. Havoc? Yeah. And like Jean Grey and Professor X, this mutant has telepathic powers. The former leader of the Hellions, she eventually took over as headmistress the of the Xavier Institute. Queen? Or Emma Frost? Yeah. Emma Frost? And those will work. Good job. Yeah, there are a lot of white things. Yes. So throughout history. Yes, right. She's maybe oh, she's the one. Sorry. I'm going to get 12. I'm telling you, I own both the DC and Marvel encyclopedias. I've just read, I only read the classics. All right. See, I don't Toss actually read Toss-up eight. Originally born in Manchester, Maryland in 1962, his family moved twice before he was 10 and settled in Natick, Massachusetts. He went on to be a standout star at Natick High School and he would go on to attend a university close to home. His academic record is as, is as distinguished as his athletic record as he was a nominee for the Rhodes Scholarship. Usually considered too small to be an NFL quarterback, Uh, for a 40-30, 2010-5-1 basis, name this song. 
for 40, it has a course in verses. How about, uh, no, no, it's Raining Man. Sure. It's Raining Man. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not Raining Man. And InSync included a cover of this song on the European version of their debut album. That's helpful. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Drift away. Sadly, no. It took seven years for the songwriter to finish it. In Rolling Stone's survey of the 500 greatest songs of all time, it came in under number 500. Q Magazine was more merciful, placing it at number 76 on their 100 greatest guitar tracks. Well, I don't remember. It's probably not greatest guitar, but American Pie. No, that's just. Okay, well then, what do you think? I don't know. I should do not. Music. No, we don't. American Pie. Nope. The song has been referenced on the television on television several times. On the Sopranos, it was playing in the background at a trash handler's gathering while Tony suffered a panic attack. On the episode of House Arrest, on the episode House Arrest, on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Carl references were re referred to it as the ultimate song. It was also playable in the original guitar here. Is Dirty White Boy on that? It's not like, uh, like Bark at the Moon. I don't know. Yeah, sure, that one. Bark at the Moon. And for five, the song was sung by Brad Delp, who originally committed suicide. He was the lead singer of the band Boston. Oh, yeah. Of what? Boston? Boston. Oh, Boston. Shit, what's a Boston song? You're talking here. Um, Is More uh, Than a Feeling on there? Yeah. More Than a Feeling? Uh, that's right. Okay. Ultimate song! <laughs> Yeah, I was on your wavelength with the foreigner thing from Aqua Team. Yeah. Uh, who said to head games? <laughs> <laughs> you have double vision. All right, uh, toss up eight. This show originally aired in 1997 on the Sci-Fi Channel and has since been released on DVD. The main characters include Torval, Vanessa Angel, and Thorfinn Skullsplitter. Viking Quest? Yep. Yes! Oh! Yes. Call. I I just want to let you know that the show's tagline was from the past comes a warrior. <laughs> was that oh, that's good. No. Oh, oh, that's tough. It was, it was way too short anyway. <laughs> and yeah, Torvald would have kind of given Sad. Wow, I don't remember that. I just remember the convention. We have Viking Quest and then. Um, it's a anyway. Angel, Angel Quest. Uh, it's a sad commentary on today's music industry that, that an alleged Guns N' Roses album or Van Halen reunion without any Van Halen excites people more than anything being produced yeah, today. Identify these bands that are re reuniting for this stage number points. Okay. For five, for the breakup of Audio Slave, this LA rap rock group is reuniting with Zach De La Rocha once again. Is this yeah, I think so. Yeah. Rage, Rage Against the Machine? Yep. And for 10 points, this band claims it is reuniting, despite the fact that only the drummer and the lead singer are, go are going to be attending. Yeah. James Ia, Jersey Retsky, and yeah. I don't know how to say her name, Melissa Oftamar will not be participating. Who? What? Um, um, so with a female lead singer in a band, um, I, I don't know. No, we don't know. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> And for 15, Lou Barlow, basis for the recent, this recent re reunited indie act, Dinosaur Jr., has decided that he will also reassemble this other band, noted for lo-fi songs like Gimme Indie Rock. I call my brother. Well, um, what would an indie rock band that is no longer around? Should I call WMUC? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything. No, no. Uh, Sebadoa? 
What do you say? My brother went there. Yeah. So the Smashing Pumpkins reunion is basically as one, except they're playing Smashing Pumpkins songs. Fun. Little Billy Corgan. Toss up the eyes. Clear. Uh, this Emmy-winning actor was born in 1965 in New York, New York, before moving to Evanston, Illinois, and trained as trained at the acting workshop that his parents established. His early work included minor roles in movies such as PCU, Heat, and Gross Point Blank. He then moved on to more prominent roles in Runaway Jury, Old School, and Chasing Liberty. Jeremy Piven? No. Um, yeah, the, you yeah, know, that, that, oh, you can. <laughs> yeah. You guys, yeah. You guys seriously have to. What is this? Piven. I love PCU. Gotta speak quicker, though. So we're allowed to uh, not be recognized and. Oh, yeah. Blurt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you're on Twitter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I wouldn't do the whole record. Maybe I should pause more. <laughs> uh, clear, please. All right. So your bonus. No bonus. No, 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 just skip it. Okay. Yeah. Good. Go ahead. Question 10. After this, um, I guess we can just check it. One part an MC whose name in Arabic means student of truth. Okay. One part rapper actor who has been featured in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in 16 blocks. Black star. Holy shit. I didn't know the most. Was that power? No, I didn't write power. What was the error on that? Oh, Talib Kweli. Oh, It was Talib Kweli and most of them. I don't know. I knew about that. I can translate it. What did you say? Black star. No power? No power. Oh, there are power. Everybody else is back except for mine. Oh. Yeah, see how that is. It's weird to be on Viking, but... I said anyway. I know. It. Anyway, come on. This show. All right. We can't all be winners, except for me. Uh, for 10 points each, given a list of movies nominated for best for the, for the Best Picture Oscar, give the movie that won that year. If you need the year, you'll only get five. And these are all the losers. Okay. Uh, the Goodbye Girl, Julia, The Turning Point, Star Wars, and Episode 4. That would be Nathan Hall. I didn't know he was going to be Yeah, so it's funny. Witches, Ghost, Goodfellas, The Godfather, Part 3. That would be Dances with Wolves. 1990. Oh, 90. That's what I thought you Barry Lyndon, Nashville, Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, nice. Nice. One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> 75. He likes it won all big. It won the five big awards. Yeah, yeah. Screenplay, yeah. director, picture. I, I have 116 to 65. I have 114 to 55. I, I, I can't count. Oh, you probably do. I have 116 as well. All right. Because they had three 12s. And I got 30 on one, five on Oh, I, I only five. give you two 12s. I give you a, a 12 and then a 10 and then a 12. Because <laughs> then you just got, you got just fucked. When are you guys willing to, when, when are you guys willing to score you just to uh, keep the game going on? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Hey, wait, we have 55 or 60? Okay, I got 55. <laughs> no. I think it's hard. That goes like that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a big All right. Yeah. Question 11. This man is one of the few non-students to, to ever have been honored by Ohio State University to top the eye during the Wait, Nicole? Uh, I thought. Ah, uh, he's the other guy. 
Uh, to dot the I during the script Ohio of the U, uh, OSU marching band. He had a video game named after him for the Sega Master System and the Sega Genesis, and Sega used it as their Genesis Does What Nintendo Doesn't Ad campaign. He entered the fighting scene in the 1970s and would eventually gain a shot at the title in 1990 against perhaps the most dominating heavyweight up to that point. He surprised the world by totally dominating Mike Tyson, knocking him out in the 10th round of their heavyweight championship fight. For 10 points, name this man who was the first to knock out Mike Tyson and sent Mike Tyson into a tailspin that he has not gotten out of to this day. George It was James Buster Douglas. You apologize to us. Toss up 12. And you could get this in like the first two days. Born John Baldwin in Sitka, London in 1946, he began his musical career as a keyboardist and pianist, and he would frequently perform with his mother, also a pianist. At, nine, at 14, he bought his first bass guitar and began to play proficiently, so well that he became a session bassist in London and worked with such names as the Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart, Jeff Beck, and Cat Stevens. During his times as a session player, he would frequently cross paths with then Yardbirds bassist Jimmy Page. When Page decided to create a new band, this man asked for a spot. Is this like John Paul Yep. Oh, yeah, I was thinking okay. that. Could you bend another fire? Yeah. Good job. I think we can all agree that The Price is Right is the finest game show of all time. For 10 points each, name these segments of the show. Can we call our roommate who doesn't do anything else? This is kind of... Okay. Uh, four contestants are asked to come on down from the audience and bid on an offer prize. Oh, this is the contestant whose bid is close to the show. retail price without no. going over advances to the next round. What is it? Often savvy contestants will wager one dollar. Shit, what is this called? Like the one dollar uh, the the pricing game? Like yeah, sure. No, it's not just that. I don't know the pricing game. Uh, contestants rope. Oh, that's what it's called then. In this segment. The three winners from the contestants' row spin a giant wheel. Oh, this is the panel. showcase. Um, no, it's not the showcase show. That's the last one. Each sure. panel has a, has a monetary value on it, rating from yeah. five. Yeah, I mean, it's the wheel. The By spinning the wheel multiple times, contestants hope to I think this is called the... Some close to a dollar without going over it. It's not the showcase show. What? God, this is so obvious. I just can't think of these dumb names. Uh, the... That's okay, Sean. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's right. what I thought. Okay. Uh, that's like part of it or something. I don't know. Two winners are selected from the showcase showdown and are presented with themed prize packages, usually presented by models, pantomiming, enjoyment. Um, the contestant who bids closest to their package wins. If the contestant gets the two fifty, they win both. Um, the. Oh my god. All these things I should know. I don't know. Showcase, showcase showdown again. The showcase. Oh. Oh, I get it. And that was Tano Bones. I bet Matt would be 30 that. I bet Matt In his sleep in his pajamas with his cereal bowl still on that fucking coffee table. It's shit. It's like a The model wrote 790 degrees or like 50 degrees. Yeah. I know he did. Alright. Also 13. Jimi Hendrix once said that this band's guitarist was the best he'd ever seen. Did you talk? Holy shit. Billy Gibbons. Yeah. I guess. Was that a power? No, there are no. 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 There are no.
Oh, that's you, you, get, you get personal points, though. <laughs> that was like right off of the All right, your bonus. Name the movie from quotes. 40, 30, 20, 25. That one's 40, this. Yeah. What are you here for? For 40. What are you here for? The element? The element. For 30. I said to put your hands on, on your motherfucking head. Oh. Shaft. <laughs> yes. It sounds Samuel Jackson. Pulp <laughs> fiction. Pulp fiction. Uh, for 20, the only thing worse than a favor is a favor including involving money. God. I got no idea this. Blue Street. <laughs> uh, for 10, I have three Dobermans, and if I didn't kick them in the balls on a regular basis, I'd never get anything done. Oh. Um, oh, uh, Lebowski? Nope. Five. Who just saw some titties? Raise your hand if you just saw some titties. Okay, now everybody calm the fuck down. I didn't write this. Raise your hand if you just saw some titties. Uh, uh, Dustin. From Dustin? And for one, it takes place in New Jersey. Wait, one is supposed to be easy, right? I didn't write this. I don't know. Whatever. That's an obvious sort of thing. Alright. Uh, also 14. He was born in Flushing, Queens in 1942 into a working class Italian-American family. He spent much of his childhood at home due to his severe asthma. He originally desired to become a priest, although he eventually... Scorsese. Yep. Yeah. Alright. The hat trick is a feat of no minor significance in the NHL, but even more impressive is the natural hat trick. This occurs when you, when you score three goals consecutively with no other team scoring in between. On October 13th of this season, there were three natural hat tricks scored on the same night, two in the same game. In a game between the Sharks and the Oilers, this Canadian right winger is playing for the Sharks put up a natural hat trick for his first three goals of the season. Later in the third, this Edmonton winger, who has since been traded somewhere else, put up a natural hat trick to lead an Oiler comeback. For 10 points each, name the two. Sharks, Fountain. Nope. And Oilers. <laughs> Wait. It was uh, Jonathan Chichu and Ryan Smith. Oh, Smith. Later on that same night, this New Jersey Devil winner, winger and ex-BC star had a natural hat trick of his own to make it three in the night. Gianta. Gianta. Wow. Alright, next toss up. In Spanish, terror bajo la tierra. In Spanish, or Mene. This movie eventually had three Danish. Danish, This movie eventually had three sequels and a television series made after it. At least in Tremors. 
Structures by induction through nonlinear trans RNA crystal of extremely long wavelength, ELW, pulse from mode locked source array. He was stymied by the slow pace of teleportation research in academia, so he looked for work outside of it. His MIT mentor, Dr. Isaac Kleiner, had recently been placed in charge of the secret Black Mesa research facility. On May 16th, some year in the 2000s, he and the anomalous materials team performed an experiment that went wrong and forced the space-time space continuum to be ruptured, allowing for aliens to overrun the facility. He soon faced off against aliens and also Marines in the hazardous uh, environment combat unit sent to clean up the situation. He was eventually able to kill the alien leader, but was forced to work for the mysterious G-Man before we left. Gordon? Uh, prompt. Uh, Dr. Gordon? Still prompt. Gordon Freeman. Yes. Don't wait for him. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'd suggest not. I was confused how that worked. Good job. And, and that game that I doused. That's from Half Life. Half Life, that's it. Oh. Yeah, no, it's really good. Wait, was that? It's like Pete Sampras had a long, illustrious tennis career, as we all know, but it certainly dwindled toward the end. However, he seemed destined to take one more U.S. Open into the pasture with him. The stated number of points identified these players who became part of that fight for one more. For a quick five points, Sampras defeated his longtime rival to take home that last Open. Agassi. Agassi. Yep. Uh, for the 10, the year before, Sampras had lost the final to this rising star who went on to win Wimbledon the next year, defeating David Nalbandian. No, this is way too early for him, I think. No. Hewitt, maybe? Okay. Hewitt. Yep. Good job. Uh, for 10 more, again, just one year prior in 2000, 
Sampras made the final just to be defeated by this other Russian whose only other Grand Slam came over four years later. A Russian. Navratilova? Fedorov. Murat Safin. Oh, he's Russian. And for the final five, the answers to the two previous questions met in the, that 2005 Grand Slam final where Safin was victorious. At which slam did this happen?
Chucky chicken. <laughs> uh, flipping a switch from broken to fixed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Rocco encounters a lot of very dangerous days during his modern life, and he states it quite clearly for us, blank day is a very dangerous day. Name any two of these such days for 10 points. Laundry and garbage. Yeah. And can you name the other two? Uh, oh, no. And one night that is very dangerous night. Mm. All right, there's bath day, laundry day, garbage day, shopping day, and open mic night. Open mic So that's the thing that. How many do we get this? Twenty. All right. Question. No, and I don't recycle. All right. Question nineteen. He was born in 1984 in Owensboro, Kentucky, and attended Owensboro High School. He was a two-time All-State, All-Area, All-Conference, and All-Region pick. He was a star in track, winning the state long jump as a junior, and recording a personal best time of 10.6 on the 100-meter dash. He went to Clemson, where he played cornerback for three years before declaring early for the NFL draft. He was selected by the New York Jets. Miller? Yeah. Good job. That was, that was very good. Yeah. Justin Miller? He ran into the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cornerback for the. Yeah. Sorry, it's Clemson, the ACC. He actually made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. All right. Uh, You're the best cousin. Not really. For soccer. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm asking. That's a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 16. Or your bonus. Although you may find it impossible that I can find three movies at the topic. For 10 points, given four movies, pick the one that Morgan Freeman is not in. Uh, this includes just, I guess, most of his voice. Driving Miss Daisy, Glory, yeah. Lean on Me, Primary Colors. He's in Glory. He's in Driving Miss Daisy, so Primary Colors or Lean on Me. Uh, I, think he's, I don't think he's in Primary, primary Colors. Uh, yeah, you're correct. That's Primary Colors. Uh, the seven year itch. Seven. Lucky number seven. Johnny Hansen. He's in he's in seven. He's in lucky number seven. Probably seven. Yeah. Seven year itch. Yeah. And unforgiven outbreak cry freedom chain reaction. Uh, chain reaction in the 1970s. I don't know. If you, you know. Mm, I don't know. Go for it. Chain reaction. Uh, no, he wasn't in quite Cry Freedom. And Chain Reaction was in like 95. Yeah, like Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Oh, okay. Okay. Weiss was in that too. Okay. okay. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Final toss up. All right. 50 points. It's quite possible someone's going to get this really soon. Uh, he is a bald, overweight, and subdued accountant. He speaks slowly with a monotone voice and laughs sophomorically at any sexual innuendo that may come up during his time at work. He's engaged to a woman named Stacy who has a daughter named Abby who he takes to work. He's a drummer and the lead singer of a police cover band named Scrantonicity, which was originally a Steve Miller, Steve Miller tribute band called Jokers and Tokers. Since the Scranton Stanford murder, his seemingly only responsibility was to shred company documents, which he enjoys very much. For 10 points, name this accountant for Dunder Mifflin, whose favorite number is 69, and who battles Oscar in hate ball. Uh, Ryan Howard. Okay. He's the only minor character I know. Um, What's this from? Office. The office. Oh. Again. No. Bill. Nope. Uh, Kevin. Kevin. The guy that's Final score: the ICT trash contingent 185. Spoiler alert: 135.